Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I'd like to thank you for listening. Hope that you enjoy the review. If you do, I do encourage you to check out my website for over 3,800 written reviews, and you can read them anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today I'm going to be looking at a film that's currently out in a limited release in the United States. It's called Embrace of the Serpent. It's a drama slash adventure. It's actually called El Abrazo de la Serpienta in its native language and other places around the world. It's not rated, but I would probably rate it R because it does contain some nudity, violent content, and drug use. The runtime is two hours and five minutes. The cast includes Nilbiel Torres, Jan Bivut, Antonio Bolivar, Brian Davis, and Yawen Kumigwe. The director is Ciro Guerra, and the screenplay is by Guerra, as well as Jacques Toulamond Vidal. The film draws inspiration from the diaries of Theodore Koch-Grunberg and also the diary of Richard Emmons Schultes. In Embrace of the Serpent, the allegorical lessons are potent. Imperialism has corrupted the ancient ways in the Amazon in the first half of the 20th century. Into this so-called heart of darkness comes two white men, each seeking a mystical herb that promises to bring life, even when most of their brethren have brought death and destruction to the Amazon, both literally and metaphorically, to the ways of life in those rainforests. The film is black and white, but it's sumptuously captured by cinematographer David Gallego. It bounces back and forth between two different time periods about 30 years apart. We see an older and younger version of the main character, who's a shaman named Karamakate, that unites these stories. The first part of this is set in 1909, where we find German scientist Theodore, along with his native guide Manduka, encountering the young Karamakate. Theo is ailing and needs help finding a possible cure for his disease, but Karamakate is reluctant at first to trust this white man, as the Europeans have come into this forest, this jungle, and virtually erased his tribe, the Kohuano, away in their exploits to extract rubber from the saps of trees. Karamakate ends up assisting Theo when the visitor reveals that some of his people still exist and he knows where they are. Decades later, we're introduced to Evan, who is a biologist from America. Evan has read Theo's diary and has sought out an aging and somewhat forlorn Karamakate in order to help him to find an ultra-rare and sacred plant called Yukruna, which is long rumored to have a great power to heal. In both time periods, a scientist travels to the jungle to interact with Karamakate on the hope that he can guide them to find some knowledge that could possibly change the world in a very significant way and hopefully a very benevolent way. They didn't discover the area on their own. The industrial world has already come into the jungle to cull the resources from the trees and other life that they have there. You have missionaries who have also come there to turn the indigenous people toward their own religious outlook and also to, in this film, literally whip any trace of who they once were out of them. Whether mining for raw materials or mining for souls to save, the Europeans and the Americans have looked to the life and the beauty and the people of South America and have seen what they could exploit for their own ends. These imperialists also want to leave their own mark and force the people there to dress in their manner and speak their language and live in their ways. Meanwhile, the mystic ways of old, over time, now begin to fade away 
the world feels a loss of the rich culture and that system of life that once lost can never return. Embrace of the Serpent is based on two different diaries written by the scientists within the film as they explored the Amazon in their respective times. It's co-adapted by the director, Ciro Guerra. Although seemingly straightforward through much of the runtime, eventually you can see that there are themes and parallels that begin to take shape between the two different time periods, and eventually Guerra's narrative takes a turn at some point into some very surreal psychedelics. It captures the feeling of what has been lost by humankind's erasure of a culture, or many cultures, in fact, ensuring the ignorance of their thousands of years deep wisdom and the destruction of the wildlife that could possibly hold valuable keys for a variety of known maladies. Although this is obviously a film, there's an authenticity to the look and the feel of the events that are captured here that give us a feeling of being a third party to a trek, completely isolated from any trace of civilization, and yet it still feels, even in this very secluded spot, that major events could affect the rest of the planet are in play in this little pocket of Earth that time seems to have forgotten. Embrace of the Serpent would rightfully garner an Academy Award nomination in the Best Foreign Language Film category, the first film from Colombia to earn the honor. It's a film that taps into the dark and oft-repeated history of colonialism and conquest, where survival of the fittest doesn't necessarily mean survival of the species, because humans are quick to disregard cultural history and a belief beyond the mundane by continuously driving for exploitation and bloodshed and to further mine whatever can be extracted for their own ends. This is a film about all of the rich and dreamlike beauty of being one with nature and the understated horror of man asserting dominion over it. It pulls forth an ironic folly that humankind would rather harvest an endangered plant for its ability to kill other humans through weapons of war rather than for its ability to heal through medicine. Although the film is packaged in a way that will probably guarantee that it's solely going to be relegated to art house cinemas and watched solely by either cinephiles or those studying the portrayals of the indigenous South Americans, it's well worth seeking out for other film goers, and I highly encourage you to do so if you prefer your entertainment filled with a lot of ideas and concepts and themes to chew on. And once we consume this, the ability to help us understand more about life, about the world, about our role in it, those things could contain the power for us to heal. If only governments and industry could and would listen to a call beyond just what garners them more power and more money in the end. I loved Embrace of the Serpent. I have been wrestling for days. I, I saw this actually over a week ago from the time of this recording, and I've been wrestling with it ever since, and I've been working on this review and have been editing and re-editing. Sometimes I would add things, sometimes I would subtract things, and ultimately I decided to go for a more concise format, at least until I get to watch it again, because there's so much to wrestle with. So I'm giving this film four stars out of four. I think it's one of the best films that to have come out in the last year. Certainly well-deserved Oscar nomination for it. 
And although I know that it's probably going to have a limited appeal, I think if you're somebody who loves cinema, movies that really capture something truly unique, I think that this is definitely worth going well out of your way to see. Four stars goes to Embrace of the Serpent. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button and you continue to get all of my podcasts downloaded into your player on a mostly daily basis. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes or any place else where you can leave a review, I do encourage you to do that and let others know this is a show that's worth checking out if you enjoy the latest film reviews. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, enjoy your time going to the movies. 